everyone. Welcome to the show. I have several updates to share with you regarding Donald Trump's coup clowns. Before I dive into that, please hit the subscribe button if you are not already subscribed. A lot of you acting shady still, watching, not subscribed. I don't know what to say. <laughs> anyway, I will get on with the show. First, I have to say up front, I am beyond irritated with how slow the Democrats are reacting to blatant fascism that is taking hold in our country. So this is the perfect example of what I mean. Georgia Democrats have just now requested that the Justice Department investigate the breach of voting equipment in Coffee County, Georgia. This happened after the 2020 election, nearly three years ago. This was the same breach of voting equipment that resulted in the state charges against Sidney Powell and all of other, Trump's other minions. They literally just sent a letter on Monday of last week asking for this investigation. So remember, the Georgia Bureau of Investigations had conducted their own state probe. They essentially just completely blew it off. And they said, yeah, you know, stuff happened. It was likely illegal, but, you know, local authorities didn't do anything. It was like they gave an assessment and then that was it. <laughs> you know, like, okay, what are you going to do about it? State arm of the FBI? I mean, outside of Fonnie Willis, no one has stepped up to prosecute these alleged criminals. And I only say alleged because you have to, but some of them have already taken a plea, including Sidney Powell, who allegedly, again, orchestrated this breach of the voting equipment. And the Georgia Bureau of Investigations, their probe ended a long time ago. If I'm not mistaken, they completed their investigation even before Fonnie Willis had indicted Trump and his allies. So in their letter to the DOJ, the Georgia Democrats wrote that the Georgia Bureau, quote, did little original investigating and instead relied heavily on evidence already developed by the curling plaintiffs and the House Select Committee. And then the letter also said they, quote, failed to answer or even contemplate key questions, missed important connections, omitted significant communications, and failed to interview individuals central to the alleged crimes. So why have the Democrats been sitting on this? This is so frustrating. There are just so many times I feel like there is no sense of urgency with the Democrats. So anyway, I will let you know when the Justice Department responds to that. Uh, next up is news about Georgia RICO defendant Harrison Floyd. Floyd, you guys might recall, he is one of the three defendants who is accused of pressuring Georgia election worker Ruby Freeman. He allegedly pressured her into falsely saying that she helped to rig the 2020 election. So Floyd is now demanding more details about the accusations against him. Floyd wants to know, what did I say? What exactly are you accusing me of saying? 
In response to Floyd's demand, the prosecutor let a little bit more of their case slip into public view. So that's really good. For instance, we already knew that Floyd had been accused of working with his co-defendants, Trevion Kuti and Stephen Lee. They are the other two that are accused of threatening Freeman and trying to pressure her. Well, the DA's office revealed in their response in this matter that Floyd is also accused of working with other defendants. They accuse him of also working with Republican Party Chairman David Schaefer. And the DA said that Floyd and Schaefer pressured Freeman to lie several days before the Capitol attack and, quote, so they are working as a team. They're talking to one another and they are doing it on the eve of the electoral count. So I will definitely let you know when any new details about that are made public or, you know, if or when the judge orders the prosecutors to respond as far as what all they know or what they're accusing Floyd of saying. In the meantime, Floyd has also asked the court to modify his bond conditions because he wants to go campaign for Trump. He also wants to post about Trump online. So you, you will remember the Georgia RICO defendants are not allowed to have any communication with each other, with other co-defendants prior to the trial. Well, Floyd had posted on Twitter about co-defendant Jenna Ellis. And then she said, you know, yeah, I felt like he was kind of threatening me or I felt like pressured. So he had his social media privileges restricted because of that. So Judge Scott McAfee, who's presiding over this whole RICO case, refused Floyd's request for contacting or campaigning with Trump. So that's a good thing. But the judge said, I'll consider easing your social media rules. So we'll see what happens there. Next up is news about Mi the Michigan fake electors. As you all know, the Michigan Attorney General charged more than a dozen people. Uh, they were all Trump fake electors in that state. And the trial is coming up. So last week, they started calling witnesses in a preliminary hearing. And this was for, for six of the defendants. They've broken them up so that it's not all of them in, in one giant case. Last week, James Renner testified. So this is a man who was initially charged as a fake elector. He very quickly accepted a cooperation and, and a plea deal. So in the hearing, Renner told the court that he never thought that what he was doing was illegal. Apparently, he used to be a cop. He said, you know, I would never do anything that was illegal or wrong. And he said that when he signed the fake documents, he absolutely did not think he was doing anything that ran afoul of the law. And Renner said, quote, the individuals were all conscientious individuals. We were told this was an appropriate process. Okay. I'm sure that's what he thinks, and that's a nice story, but these weren't just random people off the street. These weren't people who don't understand the process, who don't understand how the electoral process works or how politics in general works. Several of his co-defendants are, or at least were, leaders in the Republican Party. So they knew exactly what they were doing. And here's where I wish I could have been in that courtroom. One of the defendant's attorneys mentioned that there was a group photo taken 
on the day that they signed all these documents. And this attorney asked Renner when he was on the stand, in your experience as a former law enforcement officer, do criminals typically take group photos as crimes are being committed? So they asked that question and the judge and the defendants all started laughing. I would have slapped those smiles off of their faces so quickly just with a question, I mean, metaphorically speaking, not physically, because first of all, these people snuck into the state capitol. They tried to hide that they were doing this. They hid their signing ceremony from everyone. If they believe they weren't doing anything wrong, why do they feel the need to hide their actions? Remember, this is the group that I've mentioned to you before that we're talking about sneaking in the night before, hiding out in the building overnight after it was locked up, and then being there first thing in the morning to sign these documents. Second, do these people not know anything about all of the MAGA idiots on January 6th at the Capitol? Does that ring a bell? I'm sorry, but as someone who hasn't worked in law enforcement, it's been my experience that, yeah, moronic criminals do take selfies. They do take group photos as they're committing crimes. Go look at January 6th. I rest my case. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope, I don't know what, what the prosecutor said, but I really hope they brought that up. You know, in the era of Trump, his supporters thought they were invincible. That would have been my third point, actually, before I rested my case. They believed they could commit crimes with complete impunity, just like he's done, just like he has always done and gotten away with everything. So I really hope the AG brought, brought these things up. It, you know, it's not a good sign that the judge was laughing along with them. These people need to face some consequences, or we're going to see more of this in the future, in every election. So there's a lot riding on this, the, other than outside of just holding these particular people accountable. Anyway, I will let you know when I hear more. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if you possibly can. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.